Hi, are you sick and tired of paying hundreds of dollars a month for cable or dish? GNR TV is your answer. These guys have an incredible 100% legal product that is a cord cutter's dream. For as low as $25 a month, you will get over 400 HD channels, including all major sports packages, pay-per-views, premium movies, and entertainment. To get started, all you need is a streaming device, such as an Amazon Fire Stick, internet, and a desire to save a ton of cash. No contracts, no credit checks, no hidden fees. I myself have been a subscriber, and I must say, this service is amazing. To learn more, search GNR TV on Facebook or Instagram, and I will also be posting a link on my pages to check out on my podcast website. Lastly, for first-time subscribers, use promo code SIRS30 to save $5 for your first month. GNR TV, streaming done right. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of almost all ages, with parental consent, the Sick Twisted Minds at Sacrificial Pond Productions brings you a new style of horror film, like nothing you've seen before. There are no cops, no investigations. There is no backstory, no follow-up of the victims who are brutally tortured and murdered. Our story isn't about them. Normal terror is about a single dad struggling to make ends meet. His son is his first priority. He goes to work, pays his bills, and is generally a great dad. The twist comes after he puts his son to bed. This is where he releases his stress. Some people do yoga, some hit the gym, some go for runs, some people paint on a canvas. An anonymous source once wrote on an abandoned asylum wall, I never understood people until I took one apart just to see how it worked. If you are rear-ended in traffic, most people's thought runs to anger and their primal instincts of hurting the other party. Sam Neill does not have the ability to stop that primal instinct. Let us take you into the mind of a killer. Normal Terror is a concept from the mind of Sam Mason, who wrote, directed, produced, and is starring in this New Age feature film. Let's get slicing and dicing with Sir Sturdy Horror fans. On this podcast, you will hear me and a guest do some movie reviews, random funny horror chats, and whatever else comes to mind. So tune in, kick back, relax, and always remember... I'll see you in your nightmares. Well, this station's mask. How's it going, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another awesome episode of Horror with Sir Sturdy. Today I have with me Amber Dawn Fox. How are you doing? I'm doing good, thank you. How are you? I'm doing really good. I'm glad you came on the podcast, as we were just discussing a little while ago. And yeah. I'll just bring well, it thank right. Thank you for having me. Oh, any anytime. <laughs> anytime. I seen um <clears throat> you worked with somebody who I, who I had on a guest last week, Chase Dudley. How was that working with him? Working with Chase Dudley was awesome. So I worked with him back in September of last year and filmed Beasts of the Field. Mm -hmm. I played the lead role of Clarissa in the film, and we filmed In the Woods in Kentucky on location, which was a lot of fun, except for it rained the entire time we were there. I don't know if he talked about that at all, but uh, (laughs) we were definitely in the elements. I I can't remember. I think we discussed it very briefly. 
Yeah. I know he definitely brought this movie up, and it's um yeah, because I had my other friend on here with me, and we were we did discuss this movie briefly, okay. but um yeah, I watched the um the trailer for. It. I was like, this looks really interesting. I gotta, I really have to get into this movie. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a horror thriller, and it was a lot of fun to film. <clears throat> That's cool. I might as well get the one question out of the way that everybody asks, because I did watch one of your interviews. How was it yeah. working? Not, I don't care about Norman. How was it working <laughs> on the Walking Dead? Well, that is day? the number one question, is about Norman Reedus. Is that, okay, real quick, is that question, is that from females, or is that from everybody? Um, mostly females, but yeah. there have been a few. I figure. I'm just it's wondering. either what was Andrew Lincoln like, or what was Norman Reedus like, is usually the top two questions. I just wonder, how was it just being on the show in general? Oh, it was awesome. I had um, been watching the show since day one, so I was a fan going into season five, mm -hmm. which was the season I was on, um, and I played Officer Bellow, but just being on set of a show that you enjoy watching is a whole different um, experience than working on another show, and everyone was down to earth. Everyone was great to work with on that show, which, you know, you're not sure working mm -hmm. on with such big stars, and that show is so huge, what you're going to walk into. Mm -hmm. But they were all, like, super cool people. Oh, that makes the experience even better then. Now, how, oh, yeah. did, how did you get on that show? Um, so I had worked with the casting company on a few different shows. I started out in the industry working as, like, a background extra. Okay. And the same company that filmed a couple of the shows I had worked on before also casts extras for Walking Dead. So I had actually submitted to one of their feature films that they were filming down in Atlanta. And um, I got a text message back like two weeks later after I submitted. And they said, you know, that they had gotten my submission for the movie, but I was a perfect fit for this featured police officer in Walking Dead. And they wanted to know if I would, you know, want the director to have me as a choice because he had to go through and do like a pick, what they call a picture pick. Mm -hmm. um, because Officer Bella didn't have any lines. There wasn't really an audition. But they had to look at a bunch of different pictures and, you know, pick who they wanted and resumes and all that good stuff. Well, that's pretty cool. That's pretty yeah. cool. <laughs> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. I see you've been quite a few, quite a few films. What was, do you have a favorite role that you've done so far? Ooh, that is a hard one. I've ha I've been really lucky to get to work with a lot of great, you know, especially independent directors mm -hmm. and filmmakers. Like I said, I started out working as an extra, and then Walking Dead was a featured, what would they call it, a featured extra, because she had a name, and, you know, there were close-ups. But then I started getting into the speaking roles. So I really think, I'd have to say, between The Haunting of Four Points and The Upcoming Beasts of the Field, those were two of my favorites. Okay. Okay. Um, they were lead roles, so with lead roles, you get to do a lot more character development. Which was, which I know has to be so much more fun. But either way, that's still. That's oh still yeah, really I love awesome. being a part of any project. But you know, the bigger the role, the more you know, the more you create the character, really. Mm -hmm. So, what got you into? Excuse me. What got you into horror? Um, I've always been a fan of horror, as far as watching it. Um, but after Walking Dead, it kind of became my niche, I guess, because those directors are the ones that contacted me more. They saw me on Walking Dead, so it kind of was an easy transition from doing Walking Dead, I think, to become part of the indie horror community. That's See, that's cool. I actually made really good friends with a guy. His name is Sam Mason. Uh-huh. And he, um, I emailed you his trailer. I don't know if you got a chance to watch it or not earlier. I did get a chance, yes. I, I got the email right before we hopped on here. Um, it was really good. I liked it. Yeah, he, um, 
His, his production company is called Sacrificial Palm Productions. It just like became official this year, as far as you know, the LLC mm-hmm. and all that good stuff with that. Right. And then the movie Normal Terror. If all goes good with the but you know the finances and everything, that should be out at the end of sometime in October. I think he wants to nice. have it out around Halloween. And nice. then he has a bunch of other projects. So I'm gonna talk to him and yeah, tell definitely. him about you because. Indie I appreciate horror. it. Yeah, definitely. I, I try to, that's one thing I really try to do, like when I have horror fans, especially when they're into the acting and all that, I'm like, I mm-hmm. try to link everybody together one way or another just to yeah. keep it going. Well, horror is definitely one of the funnest genres to film. I bet especially it is. Especially with all the special effects and all that good stuff. Oh, so. I, special effects, I love them. Yes. I love, I can't. There's going to be plenty on Beasts of the Field. That's good to know. <laughs> Yeah. He actually did tell us that too. That's which is great because I don't like I don't hate CGI. I just feel like it can be overused. Right. Right. Versus I agree. special effects. Like, I don't think you can ever overuse special effects. No, definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. And I like them so much. I don't know much about CGI. I don't know much about special effects as far as the work that goes into it, but I know with special effects it amazes me that say somebody could make a piece, like say a face piece or something, take 40 hours to make that just for a 10 minute scene. And then that's it. Right. Exactly. Just, like that's, that always amazes me with that. It's funny in the, the whole film industry in general, how much goes into one short scene. Like for example, the walking dead scene, the, the big scene I was in, in season five, we filmed for two days straight, like mm-hmm. 12 to 14 hours a day, just for like four minutes of film on the episode. That's that's amazing. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's awesome though. Now, how how hard is it? Because I always I have a bad memory, and I'm always like, if I was ever in like a indie horror film, if I got the <laughs> chance to do that, how hard is it to remember your roles, your lines? Um, I've always actually been good at memorization, so for me, it's not too bad. I have to spend. I mean, it depends on the role, but you know, lead roles I spend weeks or months learning the lines okay really but for smaller roles i usually try to memorize them within the week we're filming oh wow that's good yeah. that's really good and i'm trying to think what i want to ask next i had something on the tip of my tongue i just <laughs> it went away oh do you write too are you into writing too as far as i don't that is one thing that i hope to try out later um, okay. The acting thing's going really good for me right now, so I'm really focused on the acting. But a lot of people ask me, you know, after acting slows down, is there anything else you'd want to do? And writing is actually the one thing that I would want to do behind the scenes. I used to write, like, short stories and stuff like that when I was younger, but nothing published or anything like that. Okay, okay. That just meant, like, a script or something. It would be fun. I want to eventually. But oh, just... yeah, it would be. I don't know. <laughs> I yeah, like, seeing it come to life would be really cool. Yeah, it would be amazing. Which, again, back to the whole normal terror thing, it's awesome. Because, like, I met him last year when I started this podcast. I seen how he was working on his movie little by little and just watching how both of us grew within a year. Mm-hmm. And then just a lot of people we've been networking with and connecting to each other. So I try to just keep, like I said with you, I want you to, I'm going to tell him about you soon, as soon as we're done nice. with this interview. Thank and you. Yeah, go from thank there. You. Oh, no problem. Yeah, his trailer was good. I really enjoyed it. Um, it was it was one of those trailers that it keeps you guessing toward the end, like what's going to happen and what is this movie all about. It was really cool. Well, I can kind of give you the plot ish. It's mm-hmm. I know it's a real crazy. That trailer was crazy, but um, yeah. Basically, he's. I'm trying to think of how he worded this. It's in the beginning of my podcast where he says, <clears throat> like he does the intro, uh-huh. but basically he's a father. 
He works his nine to five job, takes care of his son. <clears throat> and then like, you know how sometimes you get mad and you have like violent urges in your mind, but you don't act them out. Well, he right. does, as you see in the oh, trailer. Right. And he yeah, definitely. We definitely saw some of that. That was so. Cool. That's pretty much the basis of that movie to an extent as far as what i can give away i should say gotcha but it's yeah there's always so much you can't say i know i know i ha- i had him on quite a few times and like the first time i had him on he sent me a list of like a lot of stuff that's going to be happening in the movie and i could yeah. it was so hard to like it's still to this day well now i forgot about it too but still to this day it's kind of hard to like not slip up and say something like okay well right. this and this and this is going to happen but I, don't, yeah. I wouldn't want to do that and ruin it. But it's just that definitely happens to me too, especially when I have multiple projects going on. It's like you can say this about this one, but you can't say this, yep. and you can't say. This. I'm like, <laughs> okay, I got it. Now, have you ever done any horror conventions? Um, I have done quite a few comic cons. There was okay. one or two that were horror based, but most of the ones I do are general comic cons, and that happened because of The Walking Dead. I started getting invited back in 2015. Okay. And um, I've been doing more filming here lately than I have conventions, but I do have one in May. They're doing like a Walking Dead charity bash, and it's all Walking Dead guests down in Sonoya over where they film at. So I'll be there in May. That's cool. How do you like those cons? Oh, I love them. They're so much fun. Um, Not only getting to meet the fans, because Walking Dead fans are incredible. They've, you know, they started following me and all the projects I'm doing now. Mm -hmm. So it's a good place for me to also you know, promote my upcoming projects as well as Walking Dead. But also I really enjoy it because there's a lot of cool people I get to meet. You know, some of the other actors or the bigger actors that get invited to the same conventions. It's been really cool. Yeah, I, I love going to those too. They're so fun. I go to the horror ones. I'll, right. go, to, I'll go to the Comic-Cons here and there too, but I'll go to the horror ones a lot. There's one I go to every year. I've been going for like the past five or six years called ScareCon. Oh, yeah. Heard of it, yes. Such a fun con such a fun it's smaller than like uh, it's small kind of Mm -hmm. but it's still great like this year this past year in october we went and i brought the podcast out there for the first time and it was it was fun so that's gonna be my thing with that is bringing it out there hopefully getting people on the interview and just you know growing more yeah definitely i enjoy them um even the ones that are more smaller than you know like wizard world or or Mm -hmm. um walker stalker those would be the big ones but I get invited to more of the smaller ones, like the one you mentioned. Um, I actually like those because it's not as crowded, and you get to spend more time with the people you go to meet. Where you go to, like, Wizard World, and it's like you're in and out of the line of whoever you're going yep. to meet real fast. It is. I Trust me, I know, because I went to um, the other the only other horror con I've been to was Monster Mania out in New Jersey. I went to that twice, mm-hmm. and that con is That's huge. huge ain't it? It's huge. It's yeah. busy, and you don't get the... Um, I'm not going to say you don't get to talk to the actors at all because you do, but not like right. like Scarecon. You can go there because uh, I've done it. I've just done it this past year, actually. Go there. You get your autograph. You talk to them. And you can go back and talk to them later on, hang out with them mm-hmm. if, if no one's in line. But those other big cons, you don't have that chance. Yeah, they won't even let you at some of those. <laughs> yeah. They won't even let you get in line more than once. It's... It's crazy though. I like I I really really enjoy it. I actually got to be on a couple panels at that con too, which was fun. Oh nice, yeah. So hopefully that can continue. It'd be cool to see you at a Scarecon one of these days. Yeah, that's one I have not been to, so I would definitely like to go out to that one. <coughs> Do you have a favorite you've been to so far, or? Um, I wouldn't say 
I'm trying to think. I'm really looking forward to the one in May just because it's all Walking Dead based, so it's kind of going to be like a reunion for all of us and and that kind of thing. But I've enjoyed all of them that I've done, honestly. That's awesome. I wouldn't say I had a favorite. That's that's fair. She wants to get invited to all these kinds again. That's that's, that's a very smart. <laughs> can't be heard saying I have favorites. <laughs> that's smart. <laughs> so um, what um, okay, here's one I ask my guests, every guest I have on here. What's one movie that you can remember as a kid that scared you? Oh, Child's Play. Child's, Child's Play. Play. I was so young when I watched those movies that they freaked me out, I guess because it was a doll. But um, it was actually cool, too, because later when I started doing the independent stuff, I got to work with Alex Vincent, who played Andy. Oh, that's really cool. In Child's Play. Yeah, so that was a lot of fun. Actually, that was one of my favorite. Those and Friday the 13th were probably my two favorite Oh, series. You see that? Yeah. I like that you said that. You must see my Jason in the background over here. I do see it, yeah. <laughs> That's my That's awesome. favorite slasher of all time, hands down. And it's just, honestly, I think the biggest reason is just because back when we were kids, Friday the 13th, the USA Network, that was on all the time, all like the, the time. whole weekend. Yes. So I seen it the most at every other you That's know, true. horror movie in general, but slashers and everything, I was like, yes, this is, Yeah. it's awesome. I started watching those movies probably, I was probably like seven or eight when I started watching horror movies. So. Yeah, I was young too. I want to say maybe between five and seven because I yeah. have older cousins and an older brother. They would watch right. them and you always want to do what everybody else older is doing. Exactly. And it would always scare me, but I always came back for more. Well, I keep watching it again <laughs> yep. anyway. And the, the one movie that scared me, I mentioned this before, but it was Creep Show Part 2, The Hitchhiker. As oh, a yeah. kid, I have no idea. Like, I watched it recently. I find it hilarious now, but... Right. I was so scared. I wouldn't go to the bathroom by myself. I had to have somebody walk me to the bathroom <laughs> and, like, wait outside the bathroom for me. And then I'll go back and watch more scary movies. That's I find it funny with us horror fans. Like That's hilarious. Something will scare you to the point of something like that or to the point of tears with some people. But then you'll go back to the very next night or the same night and watch more movies. Watch <laughs> and it's just... Or when I was younger, just sleep with the light on after I watched them. It was fine. Yep. I've been there. I've been there too. So is that um have you been in any other genres of movies besides horror? Um, yeah, a lot of mine are drama. I've done a couple of comedies and okay. Haunting of Four Points is actually a horror comedy. And then those. I've done a few straight comedies. I've done here and there, but horror and thriller is probably the most often what I've been in. So is that I can say that's probably your favorite to be in then or Oh, yeah. I mean, I love being on set anyway, but mm -hmm. like I said, horror with the special effects and just, it's, they're just a lot of fun. Now, being in those kind of movies, like, you know, for some crazy scenes in horror movies, does that put you in, a, do you have to be in like a different kind of mindset, like shut the world off, or can you just kind of turn it on and off? Um, yeah, I definitely, any, any role I do, I kind of shut everything off that's going on around me. Okay. And just totally get into the character. That's cool. <clears throat> does that take a while to do? It depends. Um, it depends on the scene and the character. If it's a character that's kind of similar to me, it's not as hard. Okay. But there's been some, especially Beasts of the Field, which I one of those things I can't say too much about, but there was a lot of getting into a totally different character that had, you know, com some deep emotions, let's put it that way. Okay. Do you know, when's that movie supposed to be out? I can't remember if I asked Chase um, that or not. He do, as far as I know, he doesn't have a release date yet, but he did say it was supposed to be out later this year. Okay, that's good. That's really good. Because I, yeah. I seen the trailer. I was like, I have to see this movie. Where where can I find it? 
Yeah, he just announced they're they're releasing a second trailer next week for really? it. So. I'm gonna have to talk to him. I'm gonna have to talk to him very soon. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh, I'm trying to think of what else I can say on here. I'm glad I got you. I'm really happy I got you on here. <clears throat> um, let me see. Is there a role that you would like to have? Like, okay, better question. Uh, out of all the horror movies you've seen, is there a role that you wish you could have had? Ooh, um, that is a good question. I think it would have been, I know we've already mentioned Friday the 13th, but I think it would have been a lot of fun to be a part of one of those. I mean, there were so many of them. Yep. It doesn't... There would have been plenty of, I was a little bit young when they started filming them, of course, but mm -hmm. but um, any kind of those slashers. That's... Friday the 13th, Halloween. Yep. Either one of those series would be a lot of fun to be a part of, I think. I agree. I love, I don't know what it is about slashers. I will, I guess the gore and all that, but yeah. it just, <laughs> it, gra it grabs my attention. And I'd have to agree with you. If it would be anything, it would be a slasher-type film, like Halloween, Friday the 13th, even Nightmare on Elm Street, or even um, right. Terrifier. I don't know if you've got a chance to see that or not yet. I haven't seen that one yet, no. It, really good, really gory. Great kills. It's on Netflix. Okay. <coughs> um, do you have any questions for me? No, I mean, I'm really looking forward to... I need to go through your website and look at some of your past interviews. I haven't had a chance to do that yet. So I didn't even know you had interviewed Chase. That's awesome. Yeah, I I just got that episode back because my brother produces the stuff for me, and he just sent it to me today. So I'm going to put it out. If not for Monday, then definitely Wednesday. Okay, cool. Uh, how long have you been doing the podcast for? I started it uh, last January. I started it. I, yeah, the Excuse me. I put my first episode out last January, January 1st. I started recording, I think, that December, though, because I tried okay. to record a few episodes. That way, if right. I can't record a certain weekend, you know, I still have stuff to put out. Right. But, um, yeah, I started last year, and I was just like, it was it was kind of hard in a sense because I was like, I don't have a co-host, really, at the time. Right. So it's like, I don't want to just sit here talking to myself <laughs> yeah. on a podcast. I. I'm not saying it can't work, because I've, I've heard people's podcasts, and it works for them, but it wouldn't work for me. Right. So I started out with some good, my brother and some good friends and all that, my cousins. They were on, like, my first few episodes, and it just kind of grew from there between Facebook and now Twitter, just getting people on, and now it's became so much freaking easier. Like, I have I have quite a few people that I record with just about every weekend to help me out. Nice. So, yeah, it's cool. it's so freaking fun, and I'm like... I'm, I really want to get more people that are involved in, like, indie films, indie horror films mm -hmm. a lot more, the actors, producers, directors, all that, because I try to, you know, reach toward, reach out to them more than, not more than the big names, but just, I want to get right. that those names out there more, because it's just yeah. cool. It's cool to be attached to something like that. Yeah, we appreciate it, definitely. Oh, I'd, I'd have you guys on any time. I love it. Oh, Absolutely. How did you get involved with Chase as far as with the that movie? Um, we had been Facebook friends. It's funny. Facebook is huge for networking in the industry, as you probably know. But um, mm -hmm. we, we had some mutual Facebook friends. So one of us added the other. I can't even remember now because it was a couple of years ago. But And we had tried to work together quite a few times, but either his schedule wouldn't work out or my schedule wouldn't work out. And then Beasts of the Field came up, and I auditioned for the role of Clarissa, Mm -hmm. 
And originally, I wasn't able to get it because of, like I said, conflicts. He had stuff going on. I had stuff going on. Um, so, but then something happened right before, about a month before he started filming. I got a phone call from him because he had to recast the lead role. Oh. And so he called me to see if, and lo and behold, my schedule had changed. <laughs> so it just worked out that way that everything worked out. And so I was able to accept the role. That's, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, that's it awesome. is. Cause it was one of those, like as an actor, they tell you to just, cause we do so many auditions and you know, 99% of the time we don't get the role. So they tell us to like, you know, do your best audition mm -hmm. and then forget about it and move on to the next one. Mm-hmm. But that role was one of those that like stuck in my head that I couldn't stop thinking about because I had read the whole script and I was like, gosh, I really want to be a part of that. And then it happened, so it was really cool. Oh, that's really cool. I can, I really can't wait to see that movie. Hopefully, you guys can work together more down the road too. <clears throat> yeah, I hope so. Yeah, because talking to him last week, I'm just listening to him. Like this guy really, really enjoys what he's doing. He looked, he really likes the whole oh, yeah, genre. Does. And he um and his was one of the most well ran indie sets that I've worked on. That's good. Yeah. That's real good. He, he knew what he was doing, definitely. Oh, that's good. That's good. I, I definitely have to see his work and see more of your stuff, too. That's yeah, definitely. Um, I know he has, I'm sure he told you this, he's got Payday that's on Amazon right now. Yep. That was his last one. Yep, he told me about that. Payday, he says he has it on Amazon, <laughs> Amazon and YouTube. Yep. So I'm, I definitely want to check that out. I told him I want to buy the actual, I think he has it on Amazon to buy for the DVD, too. I want to get that. I believe so, yeah. I told him the only way I'd get it if he signed it, though. He, he said he would sign it. Hey, there you go. <laughs> Just because, like, that's another thing with me, like, with any type of film, if I can get it signed by anybody, <clears throat> but especially with, <clears throat> especially with the indie films, I say, because it's like, you guys did this great movie. Some people, you know, you go up to them with the indie film, so I'll buy them from cons, and, you know, can you sign this? And they're like, really? Like, yeah, you were in the mm -hmm. movie, right? <laughs> Sign it. <laughs> of course, I want your autograph. I think it's I. It's just great. Yeah, I am. Um, I I know how they feel though because I remember back when the, I got asked the first few times for my autograph. I'm like, what? You want my autograph for what? <laughs> sure? it's, it's a very odd thing to get used to. It's not a bad thing. It's it's an awesome thing, but it's just it's just a weird thing to transition into. I think. I understandable. I I believe that. I yeah. definitely believe that. <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me again, my God. Is it what's um what's one movie you're looking forward to coming up this year? As far as I'll say the big you know the theater releases, one or two horror movies. Oh gosh. Um, to be honest, I I've been so busy lately. I have not even kept up <laughs> on what's coming out. I am so bad. Uh, I have I'm I'm so behind on my TV shows and movies now, which kind of upsets me because I was such a huge like TV and movie person. <laughs> And then, but I mean, it's a good thing to be busy. Don't get me oh, wrong. Yeah. But then I'm sometimes I'm like, oh gosh, I really want to catch up on my shows. Um, so what's coming out this year? Remind me. Um, Pet Cemetery remake, It Chapter right. Two, that movie called Us, the Jordan Peele movie. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. I know there's more. I believe The Conjuring Three. Conjuring is awesome. Now I have seen those, so I, I will be looking forward to the new Conjuring. I love those movies. Yeah, those are awesome. All from. Do you watch the whole thing from the two Conjuring movies, The Nun and the Annabelle too? Annabelle, two Annabelle. Mm -hmm. yep, I've seen all of them. So that would probably so Conjuring three would definitely be the yeah. one I'm looking forward to. And Pet Cemetery, I watched the the original one back in the day. So yep, I yeah, me too. Interested to see how they're gonna remake that. I honestly think they'll do a great job. I think they're gonna do a great job with it. I think it'll be better than the original, which I know people hate when people say that, but yeah, I only say that because I feel 
like it'll follow the book more. Not, you know, oh, yeah. not exactly with the book, but it'll follow it a lot more than what the older one did, which mm-hmm. will make it better. Same thing like how it chapter one did with the movie. Right. That's another one I love. That was one I watched when I was younger too, the original one. Yeah. Did you see the remake? I did. What'd you think? It was good. Yeah, I liked okay. it. Yeah, me too. I, enjoyed I loved it. it. I actually, I started reading the book. My brother gave me the book. I started reading it before the movie came out. I was like, this is going to take way too long. I'm not going to have it done in time. So I just got the audio book of it and listened to that within like two weeks and went to that movie. I was like, well, I'm glad. I'm glad I did it like that, though, because there was a a few things that were in the book that were in the movie that I just realized. I was like, oh, wow, that was in the book. That's cool. Yeah. I just read this. And it was fresh. (laughs) That was a better part, too, because it was fresh in my mind still. Not, you know. Right. I always love when they make movies out of books because I love to see, like, okay, what's going to be different and what's going to be the same. I'm same here. I got to start reading more horror books, so I haven't really read a lot. But right. I need to, you know, change that up now because there's so many. Like, The Shining's one I need to read and then revisit that movie. Right. Cause that That's movie, another good one, yeah. Yeah, it is. The movie was, we did that last week, and I had to rewatch that movie sometime last week for the first time in years. Mm-hmm. And when I was doing the podcast with people, they're they're explaining, they're saying things that happened in the movie. I'm like, wait, when did that happen? I just watched this. When did that happen? <laughs> I missed that. <laughs> but it's one of those movies where, like, so much stuff's going on at once mm-hmm. that you're going to miss something. You have to rewatch that movie a few times to catch Definitely. everything. Yeah. Uh, so, have have you been on any other podcasts before? Um, yeah, I've done quite a few podcasts and um, since... Probably since Walking Dead. Then again, everything started coming after Walking Dead, the conventions and the interviews and all that good stuff, which like I said, I love it, and I love talking about Walking Dead, but I also enjoy that it's such a great place for me to promote my other projects. Which is great. Because it's a lot better than just me talking about it on my Facebook all the time, (laughs) which I do, but as an actor, you know, one of our biggest things we have to do for ourselves is market, so... You guys bring such a great thing to us to be able to help us do that. I try. I even, um, on my Podbean page, I have a page called, like, Cool Pages to Follow. And, like, every, mm-hmm. I let people just, well, they'll send me their links, and I post their links on there, too, just to help get oh, it nice. out there more. So yeah, when you get a chance, definitely email me your stuff, and I'll put sure. that out there for you. Awesome. Just because, again, I want to see everybody grow with this. And it's not even just horror-related stuff, like, there's other podcasts on there, people's mm-hmm. YouTube channels, whatever. But, you know, they come on. I look at it like you come on here. You help me out by coming on here for an episode. You know, it's the least I can do to help out. Right. Well, I appreciate it, yeah. <coughs> but, yeah, this whole podcasting thing, I'm learning that. It's it's really a good networking tool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been learning that within the past year. Yeah, definitely. Networking has been a huge thing. It's it's good for podcasts, I'm sure, but it's also good for actors and filmmakers and everything. Oh, yeah. Like, um, I've gotten a lot of my auditions just through networking with different people on Facebook or at events or what have you. Yeah, and like I said, I'm gonna talk to my guy Sam, and that'll be a that'll be another one. And he's like just yeah, awesome. just starting out, which is great. Like I like yeah. that. It's I I can see big things from that. I Very really can. Cool. Yeah, the trailer definitely caught my attention, so I can see it. Yeah, my like he sent it to me, and he was like, "Listen, Aaron, I want your honest opinion about this trailer." I watched it. And I was just like, "Wow!" I was like, "I love it," and I was like, "What makes me like it even more is because I know so much more about the movie than a lot of people." 
and I see the right. vision that you were. So you knew what was going on. <clears throat> so and I see, I see. Well, I seen like it's one thing when like you see words on a piece of paper, as you know, and then you see the mm-hmm. actual vision of it, and I'm like, this is just way more than I imagined. Right. And it's just like it. <clears throat> like he directs, he's the director, the producer, he's acting in it, he's doing, we know he's wearing a bunch of hats, he has other, he has a team that's helping him obviously, but I'm like, you're wearing all these mm-hmm. hats and that's the product that's coming out so far, that's awesome, for your first pro- project like this. Wow, that is good. I know direct, just directing and acting is huge, because I've worked with a couple of directors that were also acting in the film and they say it's like so much to handle and so much to juggle, so mm-hmm. that's really good. Chase actually told me that he <clears throat> he did all that. I forgot what movie it was, but he did all that, and he said it was a lot. And now he just wants to direct. Mm-hmm. But he said he acted and directed in the movie, and all it was it wasn't for him. He said. Yeah, I think it, one of his first. I can't remember either. One of his first films he did acting. <clears throat> I gotta find. I think it's Mandy something. I forgot though. I gotta find that one though. But him, I, I definitely want to see more of his work. I have to see more of your work, <clears throat> especially the, especially the independent stuff more than anything. Like, I'm not gonna bash The Walking Dead. I stopped watching oh, it no. around yeah. <laughs> around like season three or four. Right. But definitely, <clears throat> I definitely want to see your other things because I'm sure it was some cool ass stuff you did on the screen. It was fun. Um, the most recent one is Haunting of Four Points is on Amazon Prime right now. Okay. I think yeah, I've watched. I was about to watch the trailer for that, but then I had to come up to record with you. So I'm going to check that trailer out. And Beast of the Fields, like I said, I seen that trailer and that. I was like, I, I have to see this movie. I, yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see how that one turns out, too. I was, it's funny because I was looking at it and I'm like, okay, when is this? It's not out yet. I was getting mad. Like, I want to watch this now. <laughs> well, it's a good thing, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love, like, ind- independent horror, I love. And you mentioned how you were doing comedy horror. With mm-hmm. the other movie, I, I'm like a sucker for comedy horror movies. I don't know why, because they'll be so cheesy, but yeah, just exactly. gory and funny at the same time, and I, I love it. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, we filmed that one kind of on location, too. It's kind of a paranormal. Haunting of Four Points is a, a paranormal horror comedy type thing. Nice. Who, um, now, how did you get involved with that one? Um, I had worked with one of my very first speaking roles was on a short film and the guy that was doing the cinematography on that short film was the one that ended up writing and directing okay. a film called Leave On, which is a prequel to um, Haunting of Four Points. So I had a really small role in Leave On and then he decided to base the Haunting of Four Points around my character. So I became the lead character in Haunting of Four Points. Oh, okay. Nice, nice. I was always wondering stuff like, like how do these, you know, just actors in general, how do you get these roles? Like, how do you know where to go <laughs> to yeah. go for this role? I, that was another example of networking, I guess, because like I said, he was doing the cinematography on the one movie, so then, you know, he, I saw that he was casting for his other movie. It, I add everybody on Facebook after I meet him in the industry, and you'll see casting calls all over the place. I've cast, I've got cast in more stuff over Facebook than any other acting casting site. It's funny. That's No, that's real good, though. You're using your social media in the right way to help benefit yeah, you what you want to do instead of just you know playing around on there you're doing right. something with it and my even my personal page has like completely become all about acting and, and marketing myself it's not really a personal page anymore 
That's nuts. That's good. It's smart, though. It's going to get you out there, get your name heard, and get you some more roles, get you a lot of roles. Yeah, I hope so. It will. It will. I could tell. You have a good energy about you. Well, thank you. <laughs> oh, man. <I'm> trying to <laughs> you have any other questions for me? Um, I don't think so. Uh, how long does it usually take you to post up the interviews after you record them? That varies because I, I always I have to get better at this. I try to send my brother like one episode at a time, but that right. never happens. Like, yes, was it yesterday? No, earlier this week I sent him like 12 episodes. Oh, wow. But he sent me at least eight today. Okay. So certain, sometimes I'll try to get certain episodes out. Like if I have interviews, I try to get those out as fast as possible. Like, as right. soon as I get them back, I try to put them right out versus, like, my movie reviews. I drop them. I drop them every other. I still drop them, but I'll push them back a little bit just to get the interviews right. out there some. So, I got you. hopefully, not this week coming, but the week after, I can have okay. this one out. But I'll definitely keep you posted on that. Nice. Thank you. Oh, of course. Is there anything you want to plug? Do you have anything you want to plug? Um, Let's see. Well, like I said, Haunting of Four Points is on Amazon Prime. Beast of the Field is coming out later this year, so we don't really know where yet. That's gonna. It's one of those things, especially with indie film, is we film it, then they edit it, and then they start trying to sell it everywhere. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we never know where it's going to be until... Um, I do know that it's going to be released as in some kind of distribution, though. That's good. And I'm filming a comedy right now called Jailhouse Wedding, I which... Yeah, I play the mother of the bride, and our daughter has kind of decided she has to get married, so they ended up going to the courthouse, and all these crazy things happen, of course, I can't say, yeah. but it's, it's, it's a lot of fun, because we're doing it here in North Carolina, so I'm working with a lot of like local actors nice. and local, local filmmakers and stuff, mm -hmm. people that I've been friends with ever since I started this. Like We went to workshops together and acting classes together, so it's a lot of fun to, a couple of years later, come back and see how much these people have grown. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah. And then, I mean, I've got a lot of things coming up, um, but a lot of them are in pre-production and development, so we haven't actually started filming them. Okay. I just got cast in a found footage film. I'm going to be doing a cameo. It's called Stringer. Ooh. Which I think will be a lot of fun, because that'll be the first time I've ever done a, a found, found footage, footage. Thing, So yeah. That's interesting. That's very interesting. I haven't watched a lot of found footage films, speaking of those. I need right. to get into more of them. Like, I've still never seen the Blair Witch really? Project. Really? I don't, I don't know why I haven't seen it. I guess it just never piqued my interest when it was, you know, when it first came out. Right. But now, the more that I get into, you know, with this podcast and the more I get into horror, I'm like, I should probably see this movie. It's not going to have the same yeah. effect it would have 20 years There's, ago. But. Right. They're so different. I, I was kind of the same way when I first started watching them. I mean, I haven't watched a lot. I've watched a few, but... Um, they're so different. I didn't know what to think at first mm -hmm. when I started watching it. I'm like, what is this? Yep. I'm the same. Um, but when, once you get past that, they're, I mean, they're really, and they're getting more popular now anyway than they oh, were yeah. 20 years ago. So they definitely are. They definitely are. It's just, uh, I don't know. I can't, I look, I'm thinking about it now. I'm like, I wish I would watch Blair Witch Project 20 years ago, just so I can get that feel that everybody got from watching it. Cause I feel right. like if I watch it now, I'm not gonna say I won't like it, but I might not like it, <laughs> just right. because. I see. I know what you're saying. It's it's one of those things. I've seen I've seen a few found footage films. I can't think of any off the top of my head, and I enjoy I did enjoy them, but they were more up you know they're more up to date and all that stuff. Right. So it's a little different going to this one, and I have no idea what happens in the freaking movie. I just know they're in the woods. I think. 
<laughs> that's about it. It's been so long since I've seen it, but it, they run around in the woods a lot. That's for sure. <laughs> um, yeah. Other than that, I am I'm doing a series, which I'm kind of ex- I'm really excited about because doing series, you get more work constantly. Mm-hmm. As an actor, you know, you do a movie, it's over, and then you got to look for work again, pretty much. Okay. So. Um, I'm excited to work where it's called Rising to Power, and we're filming it over near Washington, D.C. Oh, cool. And it's more of a drama, and of course, this isn't really horror or anything like that, but uh, I play a reoccurring character, so that's, oh, that's always nice to know that I'll be back for more than really one episode. Good. Is that going to be on the TV, or is it going to be on a streaming service, or are you not sure? That, yeah. that I am not at liberty to discuss yet, because okay. we haven't. They, they filmed the pilot episode, and my character doesn't come in until episode two. Okay. So we're supposed to start filming starting um, episode two later this year. So it, it'll probably be, I would assume, next year before we can announce anything or before it comes out at least. Okay. Well, that's interesting, though. So do you work on um, multiple projects at once as far as acting? Sometimes. Um, it really just depends. I'll be cast in quite a few things while they're in pre-production and development, and then it's just a matter of when they decide to film. Okay. I've been lucky so far that everything's worked out to where I've had, you know, a job and then a little bit of time off and then go film again and then have a little more time off. So, um, it, but this year I am cast in way more productions than I ever have been. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be interesting to see if hopefully none of them collide as far as filming dates or anything like that. But um, especially if it's not a lead role, you can usually work it out because you may film for a week or less okay. and be done. Or film for a couple of days and come back later, a month later, if it's a series or what okay. have you. That's cool, though. I was, I was just about to ask. I was like, I wonder how hard it would be if, you know, you got two filming, maybe not the same exact date, but just, you know, around the same time. They're jumping back and forth. But you said right. it doesn't. Um, as long, if it was local, it might be okay. But if it was traveling back and forth, I feel like it would be a lot. <laughs> I, didn't even, I didn't even think of the traveling thing. I was just thinking of just switching from one character to another but yeah, yeah that, adding that in the would travel, be difficult too that's that's a lot <laughs> you're like okay switch to this character now switch back <laughs> especially if they're complete opposite like say one you're playing right. say one you're playing a slasher you know you're playing a, a villain killing people and then this other one you're playing a hero like what the or <laughs> or you're playing somebody that has to be saved even you're just like what? i'm tough on this side but then yeah. this side of the complete opposite <laughs> yeah exactly that would be that would be different. I I've not experienced that. I have played a lot of different characters, but not that not, close in time not, together. Yeah, so I've had yeah. plenty of time to kind of work it out. So what what really got you into acting? Is there something you always wanted to do, or? Um, no, actually, I was working as an accountant not but a few years ago. Oh wow! <laughs> in a car dealership. Um, when I was in college, I saw an ad that they needed extras for One Tree Hill, which filmed in Wilmington, North Carolina. Love it's that about show. two hours from where I live. So I submitted to it on my break from college just as something to do for fun. Um, went down there, got picked, went down there and worked as an extra. Fell in, absolutely fell in love with the entire process of being on set. And um, and that was just my first time was just me sitting there as like a fan at a sporting event. So I really didn't do a whole lot. But I think I just loved it so much that I wanted to keep doing it. So I started doing extra work in my spare time for like five years off and on. And then I finally got to the point where I realized I was not happy with my nine to five accounting job. And I wanted to do this acting thing for real. So Mm -hmm. when I got the chance to stay home with my kids, because my husband started his own business, 
That's when I started taking the acting classes and started auditioning for the speaking roles and kind of got started in the indie world. And that was two th- end of 2014. Oh, that's that's really cool. That's really yeah. cool. And One Tree Hill was a great show, by the way. Yes, it was. I loved it. It was one of those shows that I I watched it. I was a fan of it. And then I found out I could be on it. So it was like completely awesome for me. That and is... that's kind of how it started. Do you remember what season you were on? I did One Tree Hill like six different times since it was oh. so close to where I live. So oh, okay. seasons four and on, kind of off and on, different episodes. Oh, that's good. That's cool. That's really yeah. cool, actually. Yeah, it was one of those things. It was, um, they, and this was back before. Now you can just submit through email mm-hmm. and they go through their email and pick. But I say back in the day, it was like 2009, but you had to fill out a card and mail it to their office with your picture and then they'd keep you on file. Then they told me I could call like every Monday to see if they had any work for me and that sort of thing. So they don't do that anymore, as far as I know. So now it's just. there's so many more people. Yeah. Like interested in the industry, I guess. Or it's easier just to do email. Is it now with the emails like the same way? Just to like send yourself, send you a picture, and you know, kind of fill a questionnaire out, or yeah, pretty much. Um, there's, I know for my area, like Georgia, North Carolina, South Carolina, there's a website on it's on Facebook, and it's a website called the Southern Casting Call. Okay. And they post like a whole bunch of extra casting calls. Um, oh. They have a few indie casting calls on there too, but the majority of it's for extras. But yeah. You'll, you'll email, usually they'll ask for like a, a close-up picture of your face, a body shot, and then like you have to fill out a questionnaire with like your age, height, weight, et cetera, oh, okay. et cetera. Okay. That's it. Cool. And you just wait. It's one of those things like you'll either get an email back saying that they want to use you and here's the information, mm-hmm. blah, 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 or you just won't ever hear anything. Okay. Kind of the same thing as when I do auditions now. <laughs> I either don't hear anything or I hear, congratulations, you got the role. Are those tough to do, auditions? Um, they can be. Um, I'm getting a lot more. I mean, the more I've done them, the more comfortable. I remember at the beginning, I was completely nervous to do auditions, but um, it, it's one of those things that depends on the character. Like, I just recently did one that was like so intense and so emotional that that one was a little hard. Mm-hmm. I had to take a good, you know, 20, 30 minutes before we ever started filming the audition to kind of just get into character. But uh, once you get used to it, it's not bad because it's really just doing a short version of a script, like two pages or so. Okay. I think the only hard thing is you're not like standing there with somebody acting to their face. You're kind of like looking off of camera and they might be standing over there, but it's hard to get like, you know, yeah. Really into the emotion. Yeah. Yeah. When you're, especially if it's like an intimate scene and you're looking at somebody's way across the room (laughs) over by the camera, it's kind of, you got to do a lot of pretending more in auditions than you do on set, I guess. Yeah. Now, with, with the auditions, like, is it hard to get into that mindset for a certain audition? Um, it can be, especially, especially it depends on what's going on around you. I think video auditions for me are easier because I can kind of just block everything else out because there's not really anything going on because I have a friend of mine that films them for me. Mm-hmm. So we'll go to his little studio and it's just me and him and the camera. So that's not too hard. Mm-hmm. But... In-person auditions can somebody sometimes be a little distracting to get into character because sometimes you'll go in, you'll have like a table full of people just staring at you, waiting for you to start your scene. Do you have like a routine for those type of auditions? Do you have like a routine do you, that you do beforehand, just like to turn? Um. Well, I live in a very small town, so anywhere I have to go, whether it's for auditions or filming, I have to drive. 
so I do music. Mine is like getting in my car and blasting the same type of music as whatever type of emotion I'm trying to get into for that character. That way I'm kind of already okay. in that emotion when I get there. That's that's a good that's a good answer. I like that answer. <clears throat> Thank you. <laughs> I, I need to start asking that question more when I get people on here that, is, you know, that act. Everybody's different. Like, I've talked to a few different actors, and, and they won't all tell you the same. Yeah. We all have our own little thing. Like, I know when I worked on Walking Dead, Andrew Lincoln, to get into character and get really mad, would punch walls and scream really loud. <laughs> so, That's we're all there. Well, we're all definitely different. Punch walls and start screaming. Yeah, I, it kind of freaked me out. But at first, I was like, "What's going on?" And everybody was like, "Oh, that's just Andrew. It's fine. He does that all the time." I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> it's funny. You, <clears throat> excuse me. It's funny you say that because um, Kane, Kane Hodder does something similar, like with his Jason roles. He would mm -hmm. like be alone, just yelling and hitting things, just to get you know Jason's a very get worked up. <clears throat> yeah, Jason's a very violent character, as we all know. So. Right. He would do that to get in the character and all that. I'm just like, that's so freaking... I read it in one that's of his books. Like, that's so cool. And it is funny, too. Yeah, I mean, a lot and <clears throat> a lot of those actors, I think they call them method actors, but, like, because mm -hmm. I've heard, like, somebody has to have a limp, they'll put a rock in their own shoe when they're walking just so that they actually are limping and stuff. <laughs> nice. Nice. I like... See, I, I like when people go that extra mile. I think it's real, real cool. Oh, definitely, yeah. Do you have any tricks you do like that, going that extra? Um, I don't know about tricks, but I've definitely always been the type that is up for anything to make the film look more realistic. Like, a couple of examples, well, one example, I was going to give the example from Beast of the Field, but I'm not allowed to say that, so never mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, on another film that I did, um, we had a scene where I was supposed to get shot and fall off of a dock into mm -hmm. some water. And but it was we filmed it in January and oh. so it was freezing cold. So they got the shot all set up and they were like, you know, we really don't want you to have to get into the water. It's completely frozen. I mean, well, it was the bottom of the lake was frozen. Mm -hmm. And they were like, you know, it's really upsetting because the shot would look so much better if you would fall into the water, but just fall onto the dock. And I was like, no, it's fine. I'll, I'll go into the water. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care that it's 20 <laughs> degrees outside. Oh, wow. Um, that was probably one of the crazier things I did because, yeah, it was cold. <laughs> it was very, very cold. <laughs> I bet. I, I I couldn't even imagine trying something like that, honestly. I mean, I guess it's different if you're on set and you really want to make the shot good. But... Yeah, well, when I heard that, you know, that it would look so much better Yeah. with with that, I was like, you know, let's do what's going to look better. Yeah, that's that's a real... <laughs> that's I tough. had to go from the water straight into take a shower. <laughs> I, to get warmed back up. But. I believe it. I believe it because I've jumped. I mean, I'm not that brave. I've jumped into the water when it's summer and the water's cold. So I can only right, imagine. Right, and you jump right back out. I can only imagine in January. January, yeah. I'm like, oh, this is a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> but that's cool, though. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of fun. Um, like I said, there was, there was something... I'll say something similar. In, well, you see a little bit of it in the trailer. I don't know if, if you remember the part where um, I punch. I'm, I'm blonde in the film, mm -hmm. for anybody that's seen the trailer, but I punched the girl. It's a real quick shot in the film. You can only see it. It's <clears throat> not too long, but if you can see, you can see that I'm, like, soaking wet mm -hmm. when we're doing that scene. So I'll just say that that was, that was very real. Not the punch, <laughs> of course. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> But, 
you know, we were we were in the elements, like I said, with the rain, but there was also a creek involved and some other stuff. So, oh, I cannot wait. <laughs> it was wait. it was crazy, but it was so much fun. That's that's so great. I know, like with that film, it was so muddy. I would go back to my hotel room after filming and take my boots off, and there was just like mud and creepy crawly little critters in my boots, and <laughs> I'm just like, what am I doing? <laughs> Any other time, I would be like, "Oh my God, stop! Get off me!" <laughs> no, that's that's real cool though. Like you, I like that the way you take these roles. You really put your all into it and just do what you feel like you have to do to make that that um scene the best. You know, the best shot you can make it. Right. Oh, definitely. I'm <clears throat> I'm always up for anything that as long as it's safe. I'm up for 100 percent anything, pretty much. That's good. <clears throat> I'm sure directors love that too, but that's good. Oh yeah, <laughs> they do. That's really cool because me, as like a fan of movies and horror movies in general, it's just it's cool to talk to someone who's in these, and then it's cool to figure out like, you know, what goes through their mind when they're doing these movies, and <clears throat> you know how much they give. You know, they give it their all for these movies. Not someone that's just kind of going on there half-assed. You're good at what you do, mm-hmm. but you're kind of going. You know, people that are, have that talent, but they kind of half-ass it because they can. Right. But it's cool, and it makes me respect people a lot more. And I'm like, I go in here, they want me to do this shot like this. I don't have to, but I'm going to do it like this or better because I want this shot to be the best shot ever, which is just right. you know, amazing. Well, I mean, I, w- I wouldn't do it any other way. I know there's there's plenty of people, like you said, out there that, I mean, wouldn't even... There might have been some actors that, if they had been on the set of Beast of the Field and it started raining the whole time, would have been a set, I'm out. I'm not going to stand in the rain all day. But to me, I'm just like, why are you doing this yeah. if you're not going to be in 100%? So I agree. I mean, there was nobody like that on set, by the way. I just want to make that clear. I was just saying there. Oh, know, no, I know. I, I know, know there's people in the industry like that. No, that, everybody yeah. on Beast of the Field, we we had a great time. That's good. Despite though. the weather. That's yeah. really good because, I mean, you have to you have to take the good with the bad, I guess, when it goes or something mm-hmm. like that. You're not always going to be in the sunny days on the beach. That's right. And, you know, Chase was saying the rain actually made for a lot better shots. Like, it looks a lot better with the rain. It adds to the cinematography and everything. So, the more we discuss this movie, the more I want to see it. Chasing. I know we, we keep going back to Beast of the Field, but you know it's the one I got coming out this year, so I'm really excited about it. That's great. That's great. I hope. I really hope I get to see you at a Scaracon one of these days. That yeah, I hope so. Awesome. I told Chase the same exact thing. I can try to reach out to him. I I have sent a few emails for this year for some Comic Con so. I'll see I, if I can contact him. I'll try to do what I can on my end, too, because I talk to the the guy who runs it. I'm friends with him on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And I can talk to him and say, listen, you got, this is some people you need to get out. You need to get more indie people here, and here's a couple. Yeah, definitely. Um, that's awesome. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. I know that a lot of times, too, with the especially with the conventions, when they have someone else recommend somebody other than me just saying, hey, here I am. Oh, I'd I, like to be a guest at your car. <laughs> I, I do, I do that. It works sometimes. Don't get me wrong, but I know in the past it's helped when either fans or some media people or someone has recommended me. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll definitely tell him. I'll definitely let him know. <clears throat> and yeah, that's cool too, right there. How you'll reach out to a con? Hey, I want to be a part of your con. Like that. To me, that's real humble because some people think, oh well, if they want me, they should come come contact yeah, me. No, but I'm, like, I'm definitely know, not like that. If you want to get yourself out there more, you know, you gotta do that yeah i mean that's how it started for me is um after walking dead a couple of the conventions did reach out to me Mm -hmm. and said you know we'd like to have you and that's kind of how it started and then i enjoyed it so much that i just wanted to keep it going so when i'm not filming i kind of try to get out there 
No, that's see again. That's that's good though. Yeah. That's really good. That just adds on to you know everything. <laughs> everything good, positive. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, we can wrap it up now if you want, or sure. if you have more that's things. Fine. More I think we've covered discuss. pretty much everything. And you can plug all your stuff again one more time if you want. And when you get a chance, just email me the links, and I'll put them on that page I was telling you about. Okay. Yeah, I can. I can send you an email soon. That. Um, so yeah, you guys. I do have a website. I just put up a website too, so people can check out my website at www.amberdawnfox.com, and okay. it has like all of my upcoming interview and appearance dates. Um, the trailer for Beasts of the Field is up there, as long and a whole bunch of other clips from some other projects I've done as well. And it talks a little bit about some of my upcoming projects. But um, Haunting of Four Points. Or the haunting of four points, I should say, is on Amazon Prime, and um, that's a horror comedy. Beasts of the Field will be out later this year. That's a horror thriller. Both of those two, I had the lead role in, and then I'm filming quite a few things this year that'll be coming out. So keep an eye out. And if they follow me on Facebook, I'm always posting about what's coming out and when and all that good stuff. So that's cool. And I want to thank you again for coming on the podcast. I greatly appreciate it, and would love to have you on again. Oh, absolutely. I loved it. And thank you for having me. Anytime. Hopefully we can talk about Beasts of the Field soon. So, Chase, hurry up and get it out. Yeah, definitely. Well, when it comes, I'll definitely come back on when it, when it gets released and everything. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. And I guess we can wrap it up. Fans, okay. you know where you can find me. Horror with Sir Sturdy. I'm on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher. Um, What else am I on? Google Play. Spotify, iHeartRadio, YouTube, and many other platforms. If you ever want to be on the podcast, send me an email, horrorwithsir.sturdy at gmail.com. And again, I want to thank my guests for coming on. Thank you so much for coming on, and hope to see you in a lot of things soon. Oh, thank you. <clears throat> and have, a, have a good night. You have too. A good day. Thank you. And as always, I'll see you in your nightmare.